Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to I Want You to Watch This. If you are listening right now, you should go ahead and click that subscribe button, that follow button, whatever it is on your platform that you listen to podcasts on. Just go ahead and subscribe to us. Leave us a review if you're on iTunes or if your podcatcher does have a rate and review feature. Please feel free to leave us a review. We would love to hear what you have to say. And if you have any movie suggestions, you can always send us those too over on our Twitter at IWYTWT. All right, let's get ready for the show. All right, so am, am I going to be the one to to say the name? Because I, I think I, I think I think I know what you're talking about, and I think should we just like say it on three, just like. Well, I, I want to see if you can guess which trailer it was. I was. I mean, I, was I know I, I, it has to be the one that I'm thinking of because it has to be one of our favorite people in the world. Oh no! Like oh. there there was a Hobbs and Shaw trailer, but that's not the one. Oh I no, that's the one I'm talking about. about. I'm talking about June. Oh no, no! Oh whoa, whoa! No. Not even so that we've one got a either. Whole other thing now. Whoa, no, so so we the, like the trailers in front of this movie. We could talk about like forever because one there's Hobbs and Shaw, which is yes. awesome. Which I mean, is that not just in the MCU at this point? <laughs> I think it should be. But then there's this new like rom com that June is in. Yes, which but is, yeah. the, uh, the movie that I think the world didn't know it needed was a live-action Pokemon movie with Ryan Reynolds voicing a talking Pikachu. Okay, so I didn't get the Detective Pikachu trailer before my showing, <laughs> but I have I. seen the trailer, and I am so excited for that. <laughs> yeah, there was a Detective Pikachu trailer, and I, I was sitting there going, what in God's name is this? <laughs> I am super, super excited for that. And I, oh my God. Yeah, the first time I saw that, uh, I think I was like the first trailer that came out. I was kind of like, okay, this is like, whatever. And this is the second trailer where they kind of go more in depth. They show like how the Pokemon are a little bit more like how they're like in this world. And it's super exciting. (laughs) See, I was, I was like just too old for the Pokemon craze. Like it was a thing that became cool with like, what kids you were, like, like oh, a year older than me? <laughs> I'm like a few years older than you. But <laughs> what? You're what? Thirty three? Thirty five? Okay. I mean, I guess. <laughs> but it, was, it like became cool with kids. Like right when I was going into like high school, it became cool with kids in middle school or something like that. Or like. Yeah, no, I was, like, fully on, like, I had, like, the hollow Charizard. Like, my dad was, like, in the military and in Japan. And, like, yep. one of the few things he actually ever did for me in my life was, like, send me Pokemon cards, like, sporadically. Nice. So like, I had, like, a Japanese, like, yep. hollow Charizard that I, you know, probably should have kept at this, like, now that I'm Oh, I'm, I'm sure back, if you still like, had it, it would be so valuable. But, you know, I've made bad decisions, and that's something that I've, you know, just had to learn to deal with in my life. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the movie that we came to talk to you guys about today, after that amazing segment of trailer trash, uh, was <laughs> Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yes, Captain Marvel. Higher, faster, further. Um, this has been, uh, what number Marvel movie is this at this point? This is what, 21? Like 12, maybe? 
I don't know. I'm not going to try and count because that's going to be like... <laughs> I, I saw a thing on um, social media the other day that just lists them in like chronological order, like timeline-wise. Yeah. So it would be like Captain America the First Avenger, then this one, and then Iron Man, and then Thor, and then like... So yeah, chronologically speaking, this would be like, yeah, just... Chronologically, this well, would be second, but like... Technically, Captain, or Captain America spans over this time period because it starts yes. in, in what, the like 40s. the third, like the, yeah, the yeah. 40s and then ends up in like 2012-ish, I think it was. Um, so technically, this one would be in between the first Captain America movie. But yeah, let's talk about <laughs> Captain Marvel, which... I'm just gonna say it right off the bat. I loved it. I loved it. I liked it a lot. Like yeah. I, I would put it kind of in the middle ground of MCU movies for me. Like it's not. It wasn't like Black Panther great. Oh, it no. also wasn't like Iron Man two or like Thor: The Dark World bad. You know. Yeah, I feel like for uh, uh, an entry movie for like an origin story movie uh, in the MCU. Uh, definitely like Black Panther's right there at the top of the list for me followed very closely by Captain America uh, and then the first Iron Man and yeah as far as like the origin ones it's probably like on the lower end of that but as far as overall I think it's probably like top four like really? I really well, so, well um, five top five I like probably like number five because it's probably um, Black Panther tied with Winter Soldier, uh, and then Thor Ragnarok. I just I love me some Taika. I just yeah, like, it, yeah. I that whole aesthetic just like was everything. Tessa Thompson just like just did all of the things for me. Um, and then let's see, after that probably would be Civil War. Colin, you're making uh, you have an, an expression. Just Civil War that high is, Did is I, interesting to me. Mm, you know what? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, why am I thinking of? Why am I thinking? What's the Iron? No, the first Iron Man movie is what I'm thinking of. Uh, and then the first Avengers movie is what I was thinking about. Yeah, I was gonna say like putting like Civil War above the first Avengers movie. Is well, no, because I forget that that's not an Avengers movie. That's a Captain America movie. So yeah. The first Avengers movie, and then this is like right below like the first Avengers movie for me. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy that. I for my list, Guardians of the Galaxy would be like very high in the. Oh, you, I'm completely forgetting. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I like this movie. Either. <laughs> how, how could no you forget about Guardians of the Galaxy with how much this movie ties into Guardians of the I know, Galaxy? I know. Because I'm a horrible person. <laughs> and I'm dumb and I'm the worst person. I should never read another comic book. I just, you know. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about Captain Marvel. <laughs> oh, I dropped my notes. So let me pick those up. And then we'll talk about Captain Marvel. So should we do like spoiler free to start with? Yeah, this is pretty new. Because it's like opening weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, first thoughts. Tara, what did you think? You've been pretty silent over there. <laughs> yeah, because I really didn't like this movie. Really? I didn't want to be okay. the, like, no, that's, no, that's fine. We, no, that's fine. <laughs> we welcome the dissent. <laughs> Shit on the nerd parade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it was enjoyable. I just feel like 
Captain Marvel deserves better. It was so derivative. Like, it's just this, this like, endless mishmash of other movies that kind of have done things better, and I wanted to love it. And so, for me, it was a little bit disappointing. That's my first thoughts. Okay. I'll get into details okay. when we get to the... That's perfectly fair. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, honestly, you know, I could see that criticism. Um, I... I think I enjoyed it for what it wanted to be. Yes. yes. It, 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 to me, it kind of like, it, I, I guess the reason I didn't like it was because it was kind of setting the their sights very medium, <laughs> right? Where I wanted them to set their sights high. And it also, it did feel a lot, it definitely feels like a new phase of Marvel movies. Yes, it's yes. Like they, it feels like this is kind of like where they're starting to test the waters of what the next phase of Marvel movies is going to be. And yeah, there was some choppy water, like for sure. Yeah. Um, I still, yeah, I still yeah. liked it a lot. I want to hear about like, why I, you love it. No, yeah, uh, no, we, I think, yeah, no, I think, I think we should talk act. around, like, yeah, we should talk around <laughs> all of this. But that, that middle act does drag a little bit. And it, I mean, it does, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I, I, I think you're right in terms of like, it's kind of pulling from a lot of things kind yes. of lazily. But <laughs> my biggest thing was like, I don't even know if you can call it a twist because anyone who saw Guardians of the Galaxy can see it coming from the second scene of the movie. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I still thought like Brie Larson was excellent in it. I liked Jude Law as a villain. I liked um, so much about it. It's just kind of really middle to me. It was, yeah. it was, it was like, a, like, yeah, that's a Marvel movie. Yeah, um, I am glad that we got our first uh, gay relationship in Marvel movies. Uh, <laughs> I don't care if they never said it. I don't care. No. 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 When, you, when you tweeted that, it was like, I one, I agree, but two, this is like their second chance to do it because the greatest love story in the MCU is Steve Rogers and Bucky Barnes. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> And then I was waiting for them to actually follow through with that. And then he starts kissing the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent in whatever. Or Peggy I, Carter. Yeah, yes. Peggy Carter in Civil War, I yeah. think it is. Yeah, yeah no, that was, uh, there was a lot of, uh, sure, it, it, it was very, uh, that friend that your aunt brings to every family gathering yeah. vibes, you know? Like, it was, it was very much that, that vibe between, yes. like, Maria and yes. Carol. Uh, like when they like reunite and yes. so uh, it, it was and her name is Verse which we all use a code word for folks google it if you right. don't know that term <laughs> I mean maybe with like Safe Search on so you just get like the definitions yes. the, unless you're really you know you know, unless we're willing to go down that rabbit hole. Exactly. <laughs> and her name is Carol. Sorry, there's lots of like kind of in queer jokes. Yeah, there's some. There's, there's yeah, there's plenty of like sapphic energy and yes. like reference going on there. So I'm not mad at it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that again was like one of those things where I wish that was like. Just, Why like, didn't just, they just take just that extra it. little step? Just do it. Just do it. It's, and that's yeah. one of the things too. Like um, Black Panther had an opportunity to do that because yeah. um, Okoye is. Is uh, queer within the comics. Uh, is it Okoye or yeah, it's Okoye. Um, is queer within the comics, and that was something that they could have done in yes, the. Yes, and they sort of in Ragnarok sort of hinted sort that of, maybe this was her lover. I yeah. think that yeah. as long as it's owned by Disney, they're not going to go any further than just hinting. Which is it. bullshit. That's like this whole thing of like we can show like this like heteronormative Nordive, sense yes. of like love and romantic. In uh, romanticism, but like it's all of a sudden becomes like too adult when it's like two like people of the same gender 
that that's bullshit. Yes. <laughs> that's that, that's all that is is like say like to say that like children don't understand like that like two you know men can love each other and like it not be a sin in a pornographic sense like that's yes. that's dumb and it's it's harmful to like it's a harmful stereotype and it's bullshit and Disney do better do better do, <laughs> do better do better yep um, but yeah so let's see we've got a lot of cool things that were introduced in this movie um, we've got the scrolls who um, I feel like. Oh god, I, we can't get into spoilers, but I did like the the scrolls of this movie uh, within the greater context of the Marvel universe. I feel like that's something that again could be within the next phase. The scrolls could play absolutely a pretty big part. that that was something I liked about it was that like oh this is something that's going to be in the next phase. Yeah, like this will reach uh, soon. It, what did they say at the end of it? Like they will return in the well, next. Yeah, film. They, well, they said like, like they Captain Marvel will, will return, return yeah. in Endgame. <laughs> Oh, in the game. Oh, oh going back to trailers for a second. Did, did either of your screenings have an Endgame trailer? I thought it was really weird that my screening didn't have an Endgame oh, no, trailer. I just, no, no, no. Are, is there has there been a trailer for Endgame yet? There's a teaser trailer for it, but there's not like a full. trailer. Oh, see, I yeah. think that's probably why. Then, yeah. yeah, they yeah. they usually save like the full trailers for the theater show screenings. So, mm. yeah, but there was like that. Uh, should we just skip ahead to the spoiler part? I mean, this, let's see here. Because um, the only yeah, thing I mean, is... at this point, it's just like I feel like this whole episode. It's like at this point, like really, if you haven't seen the movie, Stop. probably just yeah. don't listen. Yeah, but just, just go see it. Just yes. go. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's just get into yes. it. <laughs> so one of the first things that I was wondering about is the memory game thing that happened. So, okay, so here's what happens. <laughs> Carol is on the Cree planet. She's sent on this mission to try and find this uh, influential person who can, like, shift the balance of the war between the Cree and the Scrolls. And so she does that. It's an ambush, of course. And the Scrolls, like, you know, capture her, try and, like, sap her memories so that way they can get this information that they need. She ends up. Uh, breaking out of like the contraption that they have her like strapped up in and it turns out that they're over this shithole of a planet called C-53. Which, by the way, was throwing me off every time they said it because that's the name of a major character in Mission to Zix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, fantastic. Uh, and so she ends up landing and crashing into a blockbuster, which is... Nice. It gives us our time. Gives gives us our time and our place. <laughs> and if, if that doesn't ground you enough, at one point he says, like, oh, it was six years ago, 1989. Yeah. <laughs> Just to really be clear, that 1995 <laughs> like, yeah, is the year. Specifically 1995. Yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, the rest of these uh, scrolls that survive what she, you know, the explosion of the ship land on Earth. They take forms because they're shape-shifting creatures who can become whatever they look at. And so, yeah, that's kind of the moment where we blast forward with the rest of this movie. Uh, but yeah, that was, so the memory game was like one of the things where after she, uh, one of the first people she runs into is Nick Fury uh, because he, S.H.I.E.L.D. is, you know, still on the scene. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so she like, but like 
sits down with him after he's already like he's actually becomes convinced because at one point one point Coulson is revealed to be a scroll and uh they're sitting like in a bar and she's like well let's play this memory game and i was like that doesn't make sense because you don't know him at all so these questions don't really matter and i would think that any scroll would be able to like they could lie. say anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, she doesn't just, like, know who he is. Like, it's like, I guess, like, the thing is, like, he's, like, supposed to get, like, flustered and, like, maybe not. But it's, like, I would think a scroll would just lie. Be well-practiced. Would, like, that. know that, like, oh, hey, we're all here for the first time. You probably don't actually know this person, so I can literally just say whatever the hell I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Well... What 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 else what else are we gonna point out here? What else? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's revealed like halfway through that the scrolls are actually really good guys who are oppressed and they're being pursued by the Kree and the Kree are like trying to kill them and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, anyone who saw Guardians of the Galaxy knows that the Kree are the bad guys. Like as soon as you saw Jaiman Huntsu on their team, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, he was part of Ronan's crew in Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Oh, these are the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Which I don't know if they were necessarily trying to hide that from the audience. To, I, to me, it felt like it was supposed to be a like, oh, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> Jude Law's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh, God. <laughs> so I have this... Because like, it felt... Yeah, it did feel obvious. Like, from the moment, like, you see Jude Law, you're like... Mm. Villain. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Jude Law. Yeah. So... I, I didn't realize because I didn't know anything going into the movie intentionally, like didn't watch any trailers. I didn't know who was in it. And so I was like, oh, the moment Jude Law shows up, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, it's the Jude Law Law, which is like my <laughs> internal thing, which is that anytime Jude Law is in something, it's usually like high budget and like really great concept and maybe not a great movie. <laughs> like that's the Jude Law Law that like he's in so many movies that like I should love and should be my favorite movie. And yet they're just not all that great. So, is I was the Jude like, La La on, anywhere on Bob's La 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 Blog? The Bob La 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 Blog. Yes, I believe it is. Yes, it's the first entry. It's <laughs> the Jude La La. <laughs> I also note that he was the only one who didn't have to sit through like hours and hours of blue face paint. Oh <laughs> yeah, all, all he has is like some contacts. If even that, they probably just changed his eyes in CGI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. Well, I think that the. I did like the discovering memories part of it uh, because that was kind of, and I feel like that's where most of it was supposed to come. Like, I, again, I didn't feel like it was like terribly, like they were terribly, trying terribly to like, yeah. yeah, make this like twist. Like, I mean, I felt like if anything, it was kind of like with the history of the scrolls within Marvel comics, that was kind of a, a shift from mm. how they're usually perceived portrayed. and how they're yep. usually portrayed. And so I feel like that was a little bit more of like, okay, cool. Like they're actually not like just like out and out bad guys in this movie. Um, And that I felt like was more of, like there was a whole lot of uh, retcon. I felt like in this movie uh, within like the MCU itself, even uh, because there was the, the whole, what was it? The protector initiative. Yeah. Then he changes to the Avengers initiative. And then there's like the whole, 
losing his eye. Yeah, losing his eye, which, oh, it was a cat, guys, get it? Um, <laughs> I actually liked that part. I, I, did, no, yeah, no, it was great. I did kind of like it. I thought it was funny. Goose was like one of the highlights of this movie. Right? Yeah. I love Goose. Goose, Goose. Goose cat, is great. Yes. Um, but like the, the, the Goose, the, the Frickling that like swallows the Tesseract and keeping the, like, I feel like there's a little bit of retconning with the Tesseract in this movie. Yeah, that that was, again, just... I don't know. It doesn't feel like a, all of it was conceived of when the MCU started. There's a lot of things that have felt like this is... That, they like, did think this through. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's, there's a lot of things like throughout the MCU that have felt like, okay, like you can see the strings that like from day one was like, this is like where we're going with this. And there were a lot of things in this one that didn't feel like they had that same forethought in them. Uh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's all I felt about that. Like, I don't think it was. And again, like I would have to like probably like go. I'm sure that there's someone who you know is just that adamant about all of this to like go back through like all these movies and be like, well, this is why this, this, and that should have happened. This, this, and that yes. way, or this thing, yes. that, that, that is thing. what the internet is for. Someone and, has yeah. done this, yeah. and I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm sure that person is out there, and I'm sure that and thank you know, you for your yeah, work. they wrote an extensive piece on it, like you know, on I'm their sure WordPress. there's already like ten YouTube breakdowns yeah. of like the MCU as a whole and how this movie fits into it and where does the where does this thread get lost or where does this thread pick up yeah and yeah I just felt like you know not having all of these like like the memory of like all of these things there were some things that felt like I felt like this probably wasn't how this was originally conceived of within the MCU but I was okay with it for the most part um hmm yeah. What were your favorite parts? What were your favorite scenes? Uh, I really love the Florkin. Yes. Uh, yeah, I love the Florkin. Goose, like, came through time and time again. Yes. I think Goose, especially the, this is even more spoiler at the end credit scene where the. Oh, the, oh, the, yeah. the post credit scene when she, <laughs> yes. caught, where the cat or the Florkin, like, coughs up the Tesseract like a furball. That was Yes. As someone who has two very barky cats, it was like, I've never, I, I was like sitting there watching, I'm like, I've never seen a cat throw up on camera before. I mean, it's a CGI it's cat, like, but still, yeah. like, some animator and it, and had what to it's throwing up barking. is an infinity stone. Uh, I loved that, um, that final action set piece that was really fun like when she like fully realizes her powers and like she takes down like a Cree fleet yeah by yes. herself that was pretty awesome yeah yep when she decides to no longer have one arm tied behind her back as she's doing her job yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> as she says yeah oh that was another moment that I really did like too was you know at the beginning her and um Jude Law, I'm forgetting his yeah. character. I, I, I don't or, know any of the characters. Um, probably has an apostrophe in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, they're like, you know, doing, they're sparring. And, uh, you know, he's pretty much saying, well, you know, like the day that you can beat me without using that is like, you know, the day when you know you'll like be truly like a warrior. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, you know, he tries to like pull that same thing after she's like, fully realize her potential knowing that there's absolutely no way that he could you know do anything yep. and so, yeah and when he's saying like prove it to me prove it to me yeah. and then she just blasts him across yeah the, and, and so yeah it's, it's, i don't have to prove anything to you that and was I, that was great yeah that was like a moment where like people like were like cheering in the theaters yep. and it was like you could tell because 
that's something that, you know, so many people, you know, who, you know, are like from pretty much any marginalized background have had some point where they've had to like, like lower themselves, like, you know, like crunch themselves (laughs) down to either appear like unthreatening. So that way, you know, the person who's like, the authority figure doesn't feel threatened or yes, because you know, they're trying to help you be quote the best version of yourself yeah. <laughs> and it's like yep. wait why wouldn't the best version of myself be me being, being the, me. like yeah my most powerful <laughs> using everything that i have at my disposal yep. like using every like trick yep. that i have every like ability that i have like why wouldn't that be the best version of me yeah. and that was such a great moment where uh, I th- that that definitely resonated throughout the audience in the theater when that happened. Yeah, that was definitely like the cheering, like yes, finally, <laughs> like all the like smile for me, calling her a young lady at one point that she's cute and helpless, right? That being able to be like, I don't have to prove anything to you. Boom. Yeah. Yay! Cheers! <laughs> Explosions! <laughs> yeah. Fireworks. I think that's that's a good thing. Like um, where. I know. Was that is that we talk about like the boy fight? Is that yeah, we talk. Yeah. That's, the, that's what I call it, boy fight. So we're getting my little Jude Lala and boy fight. It's the oh, now there are two people on screen punching each other, even though they have superpowers. Yeah, like we've, we've devolved to boy fighting. Yes. Exactly, and like that was like one of those things where it's like, no, she's like, I'm not gonna do no, that. No, no, I'm not boy fighting. I'm just gonna destroy everything and be awesome. Yep, yep. <laughs> Well, yeah, what was your favorite scene? I don't know. It probably was the Forkin barking at the desert <laughs> act, honestly. Because <laughs> it was hilarious and odd and funny. I also I think my favorite was all of the ways they described the suits that people wear. Because other excluding Black Panther, everything in the Marvel Universe, I'm always like, why are they dressed like that? This looks ridiculous, right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, so the, they call it a scuba suit, a rubber suit, a wetsuit. She's got like a 90s body glove wetsuit, one of the other <laughs> characters does. But when they finally say that... Um, uh, her description why S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up is because it looks like she's um, just come from laser tag. (laughs) I think that was Coulson. Yes, perfectly describes what to me is like problematic about the costuming. Like they like look at everyone in the Marvel universe on screen. They look like they've just come from laser tag (laughs) in the 90s. (laughs) But she spends like the majority of this movie in like a nine inch nails t-shirt and like. And a heart (laughs) t-shirt. Yes. Yep. Disaffected. Like looking like someone's disaffected niece. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, She's got a whole um, like grunge look for like the whole middle of it. Yep. Yep. So that was my, that, the, the laser tag joke was, I think, my favorite. Because I, I have been struggling to figure out, like, what's the word? Like, how to perfectly describe it? Oh, Marvel just did it for me. Thank you. Well, I, I want to get into what you disliked about this Well, yeah. Movie. Well, we're going to take a little break. Yeah. And then when we get back, we'll talk about why Tara hates this movie and all women. That is exactly what, that, that's why I hate it. Because <laughs> I hate ladies. A lady hater. <laughs> And we're back with more Captain Marvel. So yeah, Tara, tell us, when, when, when did you first start hating all women? 
let, let us know. At, at what you second of this movie did you realize that you hated all women? It really no, begins with hating my mother. Ah, yes. Freud would say, yes. In Freud, the womb. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. understandable. Like, criticism of movie is, yeah, yeah. again. But I guess, uh, the, for me, it was that, like, again, that I really want, I think about, like, Wonder Woman, which came out, what, like, a year ago? And that, to me, felt so exciting and, like, hit all the right notes and it still had that empowerment message in there that you could have a romantic lead in there also and it was okay like it was handled well whereas this I just felt so deflated because I started making a list of all the kind of like homages or references to other movies and then it just became and then I wrote lazy derivative because it was getting so long right like when the villain is uh, going on like a long spiel and she just shoots him like in Indiana Jones right like so there's that there's I have like 40 of these, so I'm not going to list them all. But it's it's not necessarily referencing other films. It's just other films have already done this or done it better, right? Like the Alta Vista jokes. Like Parks and Rec has like a three-season-long joke about using Alta Vista. (laughs) Goose, I get that it's a reference to Top Gun, which is super awesome, and that was cute and funny. But like... The shooting, the cutout in um, the blockbuster, shooting oh, yeah. down the True Lies cutout. Like, Gross Point Blank already did that and did it better because it was Pulp Fiction and it was a clear reference to cutting. It. Yeah, so again, I've seen this in other movies. Other things I've seen in other movies, <laughs> just in Star Wars alone, that you are on a bridge with a rocky setting and you're trying to capture someone that you have a joke about getting your head out of your cockpit that you are sparring with an older male mentor who's telling you to forget your past (laughs) (laughs) that you have the same villain as in rogue one right that you have let's look at a hologram map and like make our plan (laughs) like i've seen every single one of these scenes before yeah so that for me was kind of the like oh look now there's like a train set piece which is ridiculous in LA for anyone who's ever spent time in LA. Yeah. Like, why is there a, why is there a why train? Why is there a train? I mean, there is a train, there is a metro, but come on. Like the <laughs> tape on the, doing the tape to get a fingerprint trick. Like, oh, I think yeah. that there's like at least two, like Agatha Christie type BBC movies where they do that. And the kind of mistaken doubles, Mission Impossible movies do that better. So I guess for me, it was like, ah. Uh, I've seen all of this before. Yeah. That was my like big problem with it. Yeah. You just watch too many movies, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like as a you know film professor, that makes sense. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I mean, as someone who you know, I there's a lot of movies that I just haven't seen. Yes, <laughs> uh, and so I you know probably didn't pick up on like even half of that. You know, like <laughs> like sure, like you know, like yeah, the whole like tape and the fingerprint thing yeah. I was like oh yeah that was I've, yeah I've like... definitely seen that before <laughs> yes. I've definitely seen the like he shoots and Wally's monologuing thing before it just yeah. didn't really bother, bother me you. I mean because yeah. I mean it's a it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, and again, it's like, like what it's, do you? I don't yes. go in expecting it to be like the Maltese Falcon. It's it's Captain Marvel. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I feel like again, like like this, like you know, revolutionary message of women being not having to prove anything. Like they could just be a little less. I, I will. I will agree that Wonder it. Woman does it better. Yeah. But. I mean, until the third act. Until the third act. There's there's a third act. (laughs) 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 Oh, the movie ended suddenly at the end of the second act. But yeah, and again, it's also like set in the 90s, and so I feel like there's a lot of 
you know, desire to like not only have that visual representation there, but like like have like yeah those homage pieces. And, and I um, will I will admit that the '90s jokes like it's the '90s, get it? Like that grew stale pretty fast. Yeah. Because, like, Guardians of the Galaxy does, like, period-specific music, for example, better, right? Yeah. Like, they, like, whereas here, it's like, oh, look, and now we have garbage, really? Is garbage, the, oh, it's only happy, I'm only happy when it rains song? And I was like, wow, that's, because I was, I graduated from high school in 1995, right? So this was peak Tara high school time, <laughs> reading lots of comics, and it was like, ah, fuck, that's all that came out of, like, all of that 90s <laughs> feminism was... That one garbage song? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I get that. And it's, I, al- it's also that I wanted this movie to cross over. Because it's 90s, 1990s LA. I was like, can they make, just maybe have some sort of Clueless reference? <laughs> right? That would be like, that would amazing. <laughs> like she dings, like <laughs> she she runs dings into his share. car or yeah. something. Right? <laughs> oh. like, <laughs> that was, yeah, and I think that's the thing too. Is like It's still like... They didn't lean all the way in. Yeah, it, it definitely feels very, again, like, retrospective without ever really feeling like it's in that time. Like, it, yeah, I, I feel that as well. Like, it never really feels like it's... It feels like everyone's kind of, like, cosplaying in the 90s with this movie <laughs> yes. where I wish... Like, I do wish it would have been... Either, like, be like, okay, here we are in 90s, and then, like, immediately, like shift the focus back to like the more like intergalactic like mm-hmm. space elements of it would have been cool and I feel like a little bit um yeah it's tough yeah, to do that like, in an origin story though well yeah exactly yeah. and that's again no, this, this is, is this just is, like this is me being what's the word critical of the fact that like it's finally there's a female character and oh it's kind of a not great movie <laughs> like it's so derivative that for yeah. me was so disappointing I yeah guess. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. And it's also that I'm going to, this is my, um, it also was released this week, right? So it came out. Yeah, this, it came out like on like Friday. Friday, night, so. right. So early, like two days earlier, uh, Mar- uh, Martha McSally, the female senator uh, from Republican Center from Arizona, was actually the first female um, pilot, combat pilot, because they're talking in the movie about how they're not allowed to fly in combat. She actually was the first female combat pilot and talks about how she was raped while she was in the military. To the Senate, this week, the same week this movie's being released. Oh, wow. And it was 1995 that she broke this barrier, right? So I'm like, man, we have female senators testifying about being raped, it, it having the same job as these characters. So part of me was also like, this is a Marvel you like origin story I need to get yeah. over myself here a little bit. <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> like, yeah, and again I think yeah that that comic sense of it does still play a part. Like, you know, I you know, it's it's meant to yes. be like fun. It's meant yes. to be, you know, it's not meant to be like like yes, there have been like moments where Marvel has like excelled and like gone beyond its medium as yes. Uh, as far as like the message that it's you know yes. showing, as far as the um the level of filmmaking that yes, has like gone think into about it, like Black Panther was so awesome, yeah. right? The original score, the fact that all the costumes were like really well researched and like historically grounded, and like it was so such a fucking good movie. I wanted this movie to be as good as Black Panther. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that, exactly. That, that, that's and, uh, yeah. exactly the problem. Yeah, I was gonna say that's I exactly feel like we're the coming problem. off yeah. this high. It is yep. because <laughs> Black Panther is so good that now like you have to compare every other MCU movie to it, yeah. and like it. 
it's just not gonna happen. They can, yeah. they can well, do because, it. They show they can do it. Well, because well, like Black Panther also is a movie that handles representation across a broad spectrum yes. of things. Like like it handles women extremely well. Mm-hmm. Like within Black Panther, like it does things that like are what this movie is like doing. Trying to do. Well, well yeah. not like even what it's trying to do, but what it's doing in more of a. a I don't want to say like ham fisted, but like in a very like, you yeah. know, like like na- hammer on the nail, you know, yes. type of way. Well, well, like, Black Panther, Black Panther like... does that in a way that's like a lot more subtle. Like that, it does it in a way where it does it more symbolically, but that shows it in a way where the casino scene is like one moment where you get a scene where two women are fighting. One of them is wearing heels. She takes off her heels and like uses her heel as a weapon. You get another one where the other woman is fighting. She pulls off her wig and uses it as a weapon. And like these are like using tools of like femininity as weapons within this fight. And that says like so much about like femininity and like the the mask of femininity in like that like like two minutes of a scene. Then you know that this movie like does like both like overt like kind of like I'm dialogue going to and state how I feel. Well, well that's exactly the same. I mean, like Black Panther has it where it's like there's women who like kick ass without having to comment on it, without being like, "Hey, she's kicking ass," and get this, she's a lady. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, or, uh, this movie like is a little bit more of the latter. It's more yes. of like, "Oh, she kicks ass," but oh my god, it's a woman. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And I get that, like, as far, again, for, like, the audience that I feel like it definitely is a movie that is, like, geared towards young girls and young women that is, like, saying, like, wants to make it very clear that, like, hey, like, you can do you this, can like, do you, you can be hero, anything. like, yes, yeah, you yes. can be the hero, like, in your own story, like, you don't have to wait for anyone else to do that, to make that happen for yes. you, and yeah. so... Again, it's something that it's I'm like willing mess- to. Yeah, it's very it's right. a good message. I'm and, willing and to once like. Again, you know. I liked this movie, but Wonder Woman does that better, <laughs> and like Black Panther <laughs> does that better. Does it a lot better? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a matinee of it, and I have to say, it was mainly um, uh, dudes with like comic book dudes with their uh, female with their, like, kids or oh, like okay. their, their daughters or yeah. So it, it was kind of an interesting crowd to see it with because it was like this intergenerational, you know, like sharing the nerdiness. And this is a story you are a part of too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So tell me more about what you liked about it because I, I will see it again. I oh, yeah, I'll see eventually it see it again. Yep. Um, one little thing that I really liked about it was that they changed the opening like Marvel logo with like the comic pages, yes. oh. all images of Stanley, oh, Stan. and then like the first words that pop up say "Thank you, Stan," and like half of the theater I saw it with applauded when it said "Yes, yes. Stan." Yes. yes, and it would like I I like teared up a little when the crowd was clapping for that. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There were definitely people hooting when he has. Uh, I guess we're in spoiler land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That when he has his cameo and he's reading the mole rats script, which is like ah, oh, yeah, that's my nineties. Yeah, and, and, and he was in mole rats, so it's yeah. like <laughs> so. But people like it was really clear like people were like almost tearing up at that moment and that was kind of nice yeah i, I liked having agent colson back i liked like mm-hmm. all of the internal shield stuff yeah was fun to me mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh i did like the like their infiltration scene that was pretty fun like, <laughs> especially when uh i forget the whoever you know fury's boss is 
Like that whole thing of like them finding like sussing out that he's not who he is. Yes. The is Danny gonna is Danny gonna leave? Has anyone seen that show on Netflix that that same actor is in? The one who's the villain in Rogue One, in the original one. Uh, oh, I, the I, British I, actor. I have not Whatever, seen he's it. the one who plays the. <laughs> the t- same actor who plays uh, Fury's boss, like the director yes. of Shield in the nineties. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I can't think of his name anyway. But yeah, but I liked that. I mean, I liked. Um, oh, I just lost it. <laughs> well, well, especially like in that in that breakout scene where um, Nick Fury's doing the whole thing of getting the fingerprint, and then they're in another room, and she just blasts the lock off. Yes. And he's like, you could do that the whole time. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty funny and playful. So I have a question for uh, I want your opinion on something: the de aging CGI that's happening in the Marvel universe that they did yeah. in uh, one of the Iron Man movies went to make. Yeah, Robert well, they did it in um, in yeah. yeah. Which one? It's in Civil War. It's in too. Civil, yeah, yeah, it's in yeah. Civil War. They de-age Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, so they de-age in this one. They Samuel de-age Jackson. Samuel Jackson. They de-age um, Coulson. Yeah, yep. they de-age Coulson. So, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I think it looks it's improved. Like since... <laughs> it, it, it looks better than it did in Civil War, but it still is like yeah, that's so obvious. I know. But... <laughs> just let them look older. Like the audience gets that this was shot later. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I guess for well, me. Well, I mean, it's, they're like, we've got these hundreds of millions of dollars, so we might as well spend it on something. Yeah. That's the way that, that Disney looks at it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, it needs its own name. Like, if the Uncanny Valley is one thing when you have a whole character who's CGI and done poorly. Yeah, like, yeah we need like a different one for, de-aging. like, the, the CGI de-aging of people or, like, the CGI yeah, ex- yeah. for this thing where it it just looks off. Like, it's <laughs> like, the tarkening. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, <the> <laughs> that one was bad. Like that? What was that in? Uh, yeah, let's say Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the Tarkening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> Should we just make that the name for de-aging people? Is Tarkening them? I, I, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, Tarkened. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, I also liked the other thing I liked about this is that there's a whole section, like big sections of the movie where it's basically just like a buddy cop movie with. Um, Brie Larson and Samuel, and Samuel Jackson. Jackson. So it's yeah. like this, like what, thirty-year-old, like blonde white girl, and how old is Samuel Jackson? Sixty-five. Yeah, I, I think know. he's well into his sixties. You're right. Yeah. So like the idea that they're the buddy cops yeah. is kind of like a fun twist on that. I would watch that movie. Like, yeah. just like <laughs> like they go on that long car ride between LA and wherever the Air Force bases or something, the special base. I was like, I just want to like watch them in the car for three hours. <laughs> like, like that sounds pretty funny. Um, I really loved. Uh, Again, the Maria Rambo. That was such a great. uh, That was probably like the highlight of the movie for me was like that coming together, like that relationship kind of like finding its way back. Mm -hmm. Um, The Monica Rambo, like uh, sneak in there because that was actually the first person to be actually named Captain Marvel within Marvel Comics, Um, which, uh, you know. Just another, I, I just. Yeah, that's a whole other. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other can of worms of like, that could have very easily been a movie that happened. Yes. But, you know, so do you think Lieutenant Trouble is going to show up in Endgame? Will she be all grown up and have a role? 
I would love if that happened. Like, that would be great if they're just like, oh, yeah. I also really don't want her to end up as, like, a sidekick because that's not what she was. <laughs> she she wasn't, like, a sidekick to Carol Danvers. Like, yep. she was Captain Marvel. She was Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, that's another thing that... It could be kind of, uh, who knows what's going to happen with that. But I, I don't want that to be the case. But still, the part, like, the plane fight between Maria Rambo, like, flying around and the Kree fighters yes. was awesome! Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I love, like, the, I love a good dog fight. Like, especially when there's, you Yeah, know, especially through a canyon and stuff like that. Again, back to Star Wars. Yeah. But, also a little bit of Independence Day. Again, oh, yeah. Oh, it was 90s, very much yes. Independence Day. I, I think it was, like, the same canyon they used for Independence Day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that it was also, I don't think we see friendships very often in the Marvel Universe. You see, like, other superheroes teaming up and becoming friends, but the idea that you have, like, a complex, nuanced relationship with someone who's not a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> well, with, with someone who's not a superhero yet, but, like, I was going to say Bucky Barnes and Steve Rogers yes. is, like, one example, yes. but they are both superheroes. Yeah. Yes. They become them later. Yeah. 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 And I do feel like... Um, yeah, despite, you know, the very sapphic undertones, like, just, like, that friendship mm -hmm. in and of itself was, uh, like, it was an amazing, like, yes. story, it was an amazing relationship in and of itself, mm -hmm. and I really loved that, like, I really loved that it was, uh, again, like, not needing to have it be, like, this romantic love interest, mm -hmm. uh, because so often, like, even with Wonder Woman, that was, like, yes. something where, like, yeah, it was, you know, well done. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, like, cringy or like, anything like that. But well, Was it well done? Yes. Was it necessary? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I think that that one is, like, it is canon to the comics, which right. is, like, fine. You know, it, it yeah. makes sense, and they did it well. But, like, yeah, it but was nice to just not have, have yes. like, a romantic love interest, like, <laughs> was, yep. was fantastic. I loved it. No Romo. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> no, no Romo. <laughs> uh, Sam Jackson singing uh, Mr. Postman. Oh, my God. That was, oh, that was so good. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Lovely. Also, I don't know if you guys know, but earlier this week, we got uh, Sam and Bree singing uh, the Ariana Grande song, Seven Rings. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I need to see this. That was pretty great. <laughs> I also like how... Samuel Jackson was trolling the fans where he would say things intentionally during the press tour and say things like oh well you know well Captain Marvel can time travel and so like all the fans go nuts oh, it's God. like no I'm just messing with you <laughs> uh, he might have done that as a reaction to Brie Larson saying something she wasn't supposed to reveal oh. at one point oh, because I did see one of those releases where they're doing like a press junket and Brie Larson says something and Sam like turns over and goes like you're not supposed to tell them that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I I will see it again. I enjoyed it. I just wish it was. Uh, they showed via Black Panther that they can make really fucking awesome movies. Keep it yeah. up. Yeah. 
But let's also keep in mind they've also made way worse movies. Oh yeah, like this wasn't Iron Man two, this wasn't Thor two, this was or even Thor one really, or or even Thor one. Like Like, this, you mean Kenneth Branagh maybe shouldn't be shouldn't be doing comic comic book book movies. I'm going to add some gravitas. It'll be like King Lear. Yeah, nobody here can act as well. You can't pull off Shakespearean <laughs> with the, this cast. Yeah, but mm, sorry, Chris. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but you're really cute. It's great. Well, uh, do you have anything else? Uh, yeah, I didn't look up the things because it's opening weekend. So yeah, I, like I didn't. And I know right now, like the it's, right now, it's the audience score is like fifty-seven or something. Oh, it, it must and, have gone up then and, because yeah. uh, trolls were like bombing the before it was open. Before yeah, it before was the before movie, movie came out, but like, the yeah. the critic score is in like the nineties somewhere, and the audience score is just being trolled. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, again, and it's, again. That, that's not to say that, like, people aren't entitled to, like, not like a movie if they don't want to. Like, sure, critique a movie. <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> but, like, maybe watch the movie or, like, actually, like, <laughs> like, it, that's the thing. It's just, like, so much of it is just people who, like, don't even watch the movie, who glommed on to one thing that Brie Larson said, which was just, like, saying that, like, more people should have access to like being able to like review this movie like to like be on like the press tour for this movie yeah. and <laughs> well that's every, a really radical statement yeah and like so yeah. many just like fragile like people like were just like well she's obviously saying she hates all white men it's like <laughs> she literally never said that <laughs> what she said was that like more like women and more like people and women of color should be like at these like advanced screenings should be like on these like Part of the, reviews yes. like, like that's literally all she was saying and it just like people went with that and just it just mutated into something fucking horrible which is what the internet is great at doing Yay. <laughs> yep. well, also in the 90s was all the like I, I know they make all the jokes about how long it takes to load stuff but this was back when like the internet was utopia, right? This was going to save everyone because this is an amazing thing. And, like, it's like, oh, fuck with the <laughs> shithole. <Right. laughs> I do love when they were, like, loading that CD-ROM, too. Yes. That was great. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, this movie needed chat rooms in it. Yes. <laughs> ASL. 1995 internet. Get, oh, let me go pick up an AOL disc. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. That pretty much wraps us up for Captain Marvel. And when we get back, we will have some recommendations for you. And we're back with some recommendations for your ass. And also, like, your eyes and your Like ears. the rest of you. Like, good recommendations for the whole person. Yeah, like, for you as an entire being, you know? We're not just focused on one part of you. You're a whole person. All right, well... I'll go first. Let's go, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to jump in because, again, if you like, my recommendations tend to be if you like this movie, you will like Wonder Woman, which we've talked about a lot. I would check out Jessica Jones, again, in the Marvel Universe on Netflix, right? Um, I would also check out Tank Girl, which is a hot mess of a movie. Oh my God, (laughs) Tank Girl. (laughs) 
But again, it's shot in the '90s. It's a comic book movie. It's a shit show of a movie, but it's, it's actually awful, very. But yeah. it's actually like politically kind of revolutionary. Yeah. But it's a terrible movie. <laughs> it's all over the place. <laughs> and then if you like Brie Larson, check out. If you haven't seen Room yet, about you know, yeah, yeah. Room. speaking of resilience Oof. and strength, yeah. Watch United it. States of Terra. Oh my god. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where I found. That's where I fell in love with yes. Brie Larson. Yes. Was that? That's it. All right. <laughs> That's Colin, all I got. What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna recommend a movie um, that I saw like a few months ago, um, but it actually uh, came out in 2011. It's called Bernie, and it's uh, about like Jack Black and Shirley MacLaine, who Jack Black is like a mortician in a small Texas town, and he's like kind of a not deeply closeted gay man and he forms a special bond with this really despised woman and he ends up killing her because she's just so mean and horrible to him all the time but he was like her only friend and it's about like the trial of this guy and the whole movie has all these talking heads of all the people in the small town but the cool part about it is they actually get the people from the town to do these interviews and it's like kind of a movie that flew under the radar, but I really enjoyed. So I'm going to say Bernie yep. is my recommendation. Yes, and Shirley MacLaine is a badass. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, I will recommend a, it's kind of like a half comic, half magazine, like a digest. It's a D&D digest. And it's called Rolled and Told. Uh, and it is like... A series of like there's comics there's uh small campaigns in here there's uh like tips for running a campaign uh tips for like character building building npcs all of the different things that like your nerdy brain can love like this is i i just started it i just got it in january at the comic book store and the art is amazing uh, it's got some really cool stuff in here. Um, and there's, yeah, it's like the people like behind the scenes are like, it's like a huge, like, like very like diverse, um, like team of people uh, who are creating this story. And I'm loving like where D&D is at right now. Like there's so many like people that are playing D D that are like you know never like played before it's one of those things where like i never played when i was younger but i've been playing for like for the last what five years five or six years now? yeah mm-hmm. um and so like it's, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's fun to pick up like the fifth edition is really great for anyone who's interested in D D and has never played it before that would be me yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely go with fifth edition don't go with fourth yeah uh, fifth edition is yeah it's got just enough to um or it's it's concise enough to where you can pick it up and like play um from the start and then it's also got enough depth to it to where like if you really want to like dig in you know create different classes be like super like resource like resource oriented and like build a campaign where you want to build this like grueling set of rules like you can do all of these things and everywhere in between uh and so yeah i recommend playing dungeons and dragons fifth edition and checking out rolled and told um which is a DD magazine and that's my recommendation and that is the rest of our episode if you would like to find us we are online we are on all of the major platforms where you find your podcasts 
You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Overcast. Uh, Wherever you're listening to us right now. Yeah, the place that you're listening to us now. And while you're here, why don't you click the follow button, like and subscribe, send us a review if you've got that feature in whatever place that you're listening to us in. And you can find us on Twitter at IWITWT. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash IWITWT. I am on Twitter individually as Catharticus. I am at Helen Munch. And if you got something to say to Tara about hating every woman in the planet, <laughs> you can say that to us. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And higher further.